Shalom, my friends. It is such a great privilege to come to you uh, via podcast again, and I hope my audio is coming through okay today, and if not, I hope somebody will tell me. But uh, it, it is such an honor to be able to, to speak to you and um, just share the word of the Lord with you, and even what it is that the Lord is putting on my heart. Um, in these days, as I think it is for many people, issues of reconciliation, love, respect for one another, uh, the value of God's people, the value of humankind is a big question for many people, especially if they're outside of Christ. But those that are inside Christ, we have every reason to believe in the value and the, and the love of one another. It's so complicated sometimes to approach the issues of life without communicating something that, that perhaps we don't mean to, to people who, who have a history or experience that we're not aware of. I think one of the statements that continues or that I continue to be reminded of is that I don't know what I don't know. And there are huge blind spots in the perspective or in our perspectives individually. And I think we need to be not only cognizant of those blind spots, but, but look for them so that when we communicate or don't communicate with people, we're aware of what it is that we're, we're saying, what it is that, that we actually are messaging to one another. I was thinking of this in terms of, of Genesis chapter 4, which I shared recently on a YouTube presentation. And that was the hardness or even the callousness of heart that Cain showed after he had murdered Abel. And remember, this is just shortly after there was this garden experience of creation and procreation and all the wonderful things of, of communication with the Creator. It's shortly afterwards, at least in the narrative for us, as we read through Genesis 1 through 4. But it's a long enough time in which there is a distance of the knowledge or the real deep knowledge of the Creator. Or even an understanding that He is all-knowing. And that he's a good God. Cain was warned by the Lord. He was warned by Adonai. You know, if you do good, it'll go well for you. If you don't, sin is crouched ready to overtake you. Now, if you've watched the YouTube uh, presentation, I don't want to belabor a point that I've already made. But I want to focus really on... Cain's response, which was, am I my brother's keeper? 
in this particular moment for us as believers in Messiah, as, as members of the body of Messiah, it is so important that we understand what the Father's heart for us is concerning one another. I'm so broken up. I really am broken up by the experience of callousness and disregard for people. A callousness and disregard for loved ones or people that we consider so valuable to us and, to, and in the eyes of God. And that there would be in any way a communication to them or whether it be through straight communication or the lack of communication, but a, but a message sent that says in any way that you're not of value or that you're less valuable than another or you're less qualified and less accepted. Because see, those are lies of the enemy and it is our job. Hear me, fellow disciple and Messiah. It is our job to stand together with those who are disregarded and who are abused by the enemy's words. It is our job to stand up and advocate and pray for and, and promote before the Lord and say, God, these people are of such value. They are so important to you. Help us to understand and walk that way. Help us to understand and, and uplift that way. I want to share with you these words in closing out of 2 Corinthians. And this is chapter um, let's see, chapter uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 13. Paul is concluding his remarks and he's he's He's, he's spoken about chastising them and correcting them as a church. And then he concludes it. He says, I am present. I, uh, I am, when I am present, I need not proceed harshly. And he's talking about the words that he has already shared with him. He says, I've done this because I want when I'm present not to proceed harshly according to the authority which the Lord gave me for building up and not for tearing down. Listen, dear ones... Corinth was in, was in a mess and had to be corrected. And the Apostle Paul is saying, look, I want this correction to happen before I even show up because I want to be able to build you up. I do not want to be, I do not want to be seen or communicate a message of tearing you down. He concludes here uh, in these words. He says, finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice. Aim for restoration. I want to stop there for just a moment. Some would view restoration in the sense as, of, in a worldly sense, in, in just going back to what was. But I want to remind you that when it comes to redemption and restoration in the Lord, it's so much more than that. It's restoration into a perfect aligned relationship that he has desired to have with you, through you, and with others. Encourage one another. Be of the same mind. Live in shalom. Live in the perfect peace of God. 
and the God of love and peace, the God of love and shalom will be with you. It is verses 12 and 13 in his salutation to them, or his farewell comments. But I want to encourage you, dear ones, where you've erred in treating people in the past, correct it. Repent. When you've communicated something that, that was not even in your heart, and maybe, maybe this communication was not done on purpose, or maybe it was a lack of communication, but dear ones, I want to say to you, correct it. Repent before God. Correct it. That we might see the kind of restoration God desires us to know and have. I'm one who is, even here now, with a humble heart, not with somebody who has perfected but somebody who wants to do so much more. I want to see the kind of restoration that God desires. I want to rejoice with you. I want to encourage you to know who you are in the Word. Know who God says you are because that's absolute and that's true. Don't believe the lies of the enemy which would say you are less than which would communicate to you that you are something that you are not. But hear the voice of the Father when he says, you are my beloved. Heavenly Father, I pray that all that have heard this, this word today, Lord, would receive it, would respond to it, would honor you through it. And I pray for your perfect shalom to come over us even as we grow and learn. We just love you, Lord, and we do rejoice in who you are. We invite you to do a great work through us and in us. In Yeshua's mighty name, amen.